Hey, welcome to the Misfits for Jesus radio ministry and podcast. What's going on, Barry? Ah, what's happening? It's busy around here, hasn't it? It's been very busy. Uh, lots of work getting done around here. Lots of work going on. You know, we're putting in the coffee bar. Yeah. We're, we're doing some work to the bathrooms. You know, we're upgrading the bathrooms, getting another bathroom, all kinds of stuff going on. Led by the fearless leader, Joshua Champagne. And Barry, his trusty sidekick, Ooh. Danny Rogelski. Yeah. The crowd's going crazy because those guys are, <laughs> you know, we've had so many people uh, involved. Yeah. From Robbie to those, you know, Joshua to Danny Rogelski and... Uh, it's it's been cool to watch. We had Zach and his kids get yeah. involved. Yeah, yeah. There's lots of stuff going on here, so we're glad for all that have sewn into that. Be it with your uh, funds or your talents, yeah. right, Barry? Yeah. yeah. But you know, there's something that's been missing from the show for quite a while, and I think it's maybe affected listenership a little bit. What's you know, that? my pipes. Yeah. Oh, it's I, been a long it, time. It's been a long it? time, and I, I, you know, I, I, I try to listen to it on occasion. And I'm like, man, it just sounds kind of tinny. A little weak. A little weak. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, I'm just going to clear the pipes if you don't War, mind. Warm up yeah. a little bit before yeah. the show. Okay. What do you think, Barry? I just feel. Woo. I feel better. Now you're amped yeah. up. I'm amped up. Gets the blood going. You know, gets you going. Right. I on. think that the the the, uh, the crowd's into it. That, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. What you guys think. That's good. Come on. But there's something else I want to address too, Barry, uh, and that's the issue of uh, you know the issue that Jack and I've had for years now uh, about him failing to to talk one time on the radio, which. Yeah. Has led to everything from fencing, Barry, to some barroom brawls. <laughs> yeah. uh, the latest thing, boxing. We've done some MMA stuff, kung fu, a lot of stuff. Uh, auto racing, I think. Uh, foot just, racing. Just can't get him to talk. We just can't. So I'm gonna give him one more chance, and I think what we should probably do after this, take a little break. I need to recoup because I'm working on something big. Ooh, mm. gonna take a week off. It's then, gonna huh? be huge. Uh-huh. You know what huge is? It's, it's gonna, gonna be huge. huge. Jack, what, what do you think, you Jack? Say? Yeah, I tried to trick him, but it didn't work. Okay. You just looked over your shoulder at me, Barry. I'm like, you think that all you got? I kind of want to fight him right now. But I, I still need to heal. So, But, Barry, who's on your right over there? Danny Campbell. Hey. Danny Campbell, hey crowd favorite. Hey, guys. What's going on, Danny? Not much. Just pretty full weekend this weekend. We yeah, missed you guys. I heard you had a good time. Yeah. I'm a grandson. He's married away. Wow. wow. Big wedding, only, huh? Only grandson. Yeah, I had a nice wedding. Outdoors, real nice. So you went to Sullivan? Mm-hmm. Sullivan. Outdoor wedding. Could you have beat the weather? What was it about? A balmy 78 or a Yeah, it was, it was It was one of those sunshine on, on your head, but it was it was a beautiful, beautiful day, beautiful blue sky, and it was outside, and it was, to me, that that's the, that's the thing. Meant to be. Be yeah. that way, right. So are they on a, their honeymoon right now? Or they uh, they, they had their honeymoon before. <laughs> they took their honeymoon uh, before they got married. So um, wow, really? I don't know yeah. if I've ever heard that. I think that I've never heard that's, of that before. And they still got married. <laughs> yeah, wow. still got married. Yeah, I don't know how that transpired. That's a, but usually, uh, yeah, that's a deal breaker. That, uh, yeah, that's, no, that's, yeah. that's a newer, newer one. So they had to break the. Um, yeah. Okay, that's crazy. They, everything went smooth though. I think it was real nice. So. And, and I was talking to Diane 
uh, earlier in the week, and she said the presence of God was definitely there. They had Amen. a preacher come in and do it, yep. and it was outside, and really yep. Jesus showed up in the middle of that whole ceremony, awesome. which we think is the coolest thing because, sure you know, the wedding in the Bible, uh, the wedding, even the weddings we have today, uh, are meant to point to the ultimate marriage of Christ Amen. and the bride of Christ. That's right. The church. Yeah, so that's, that's true. It's great that you can peel back and look into it and peer into it and go, man, there's Jesus represented at the weddings, which that's is cool. Right. That's what but she had some words. What, what's your grandson's name? Uh, Dalton. Dalton. That's mm-hmm. why. Okay. She had some words with him, and he got emotional, sounds like, huh? Yeah, Grandma did. Uh, I was sitting there watching her, and she kind of went over to him <laughs> and uh, kind of hugged him around the neck. Next thing I knew, he was bawling like a like he's really baby there. <laughs> And I told her, I said, would you lighten up on boy? I said, it looked like you kind of torturing him instead of uh, loving him. She goes, all I did was just go and give him a good hug and just tell him I love him so much and just wish Gosh, him all the best. How good is I that? I said, hey, man. I said, that's all it means. How old is he, 19? You know, he's 20, be 24. Oh, he's the same age as I was when I got married then. So okay. he held out a little bit. Yeah. You know? I was, ni- I was 19. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I turned yeah. 24 on my honeymoon. Did you? How about that? Man, I was uh, Barry got married when he was twelve. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Barry did. Yeah, well, he had to figure it out, I guess. Yeah. get make sure he's going on the right. Big twenty. Marriages though is a big thing for us. Yeah, yeah, huge Just commitment for us. For us accepting Jesus. Yeah, we're all Christ still married and, too. Hey, man, that's pretty crazy, isn't That's it? right. Danny yeah. got what 51, 52? I'm Coming up on fifty-two. Fifty-two. Wow. Got married nineteen sixty-nine. You guys remember that year, don't you? Oh, yeah. 69. Oh, yeah. yeah I was it was about a great five. Year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Barry was five, and I wasn't born yet. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, right. Yeah, Jack probably remembers it. Yeah, we had some good years and some bad ones, but uh, mostly good. Well, I mean, it's, the scriptures are clear, or even the, uh, the liturgy, for better, for worse. Amen. Yeah. For sickness and in health. Exactly Rich. Right. Or poor. That's right. And the longer you're married, I think you experience all of it. That's yeah. exactly you know? right. That's True. exactly right. It's funny when you're been married two, three years. Yeah, I really get the better for more. Yeah, okay. Hey, right. All right. Right. Give it about another 30 years and you'll know. Yeah, yeah get man. some miles under your belt and yeah. you'll see. Yeah. It's funny when you get married, you're newlyweds, and all of a sudden you're not anymore. And you, mm-hmm. you know, it, it right. passes by so fast. It's like I remember it seeming like I was going to be a perpetual newlywed. And then. <laughs> Like, I've been married 10 years. Right. You know, because really you're a newlywed, in my opinion, yep. three, four, five years, kind yep. of in a way. That's true. But trying to that, figure it out. Yeah, yeah, trying to figure it out and, you know, uh, making her understand that I have all the answers. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Sort of that way with the. Uh, oh, come Yeah. How, how's that working out? Gosh. Sort of that way with the, us uh, accepting the, uh, the good Lord, too, isn't it? Right. You're right. Yep. Same thing. Yep, because we're the bride of Christ. That's exactly right. It takes years to kind of figure out that you know nothing. That's right. <laughs> that's right. And that's okay. Yeah. And then we that's got that's the best part. And yeah. we got to explain that to other people. And sometimes that seems to be hard to uh, consume in their brain. Us as human beings. There's like, it's okay to be broken. That's right. Hey, I'm going to read this parable. We did this a couple of weeks ago on the brown bag, and I love this parable because it's. I love all the parables. But this particular one, I think, speaks to me because I know a lot of people that are like the five foolish virgins we're going to talk about here. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to use the NLT. This is found in Matthew 25. And we'll go down to about 13, looks like. The parable of the ten bridesmaids. Then the kingdom of heaven will be like ten bridesmaids 
who took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish, and five were wise. The five who were foolish didn't take enough olive oil for their lamps, but the other five were wise enough to take along extra oil. When the bridegroom was delayed, they all became drowsy and fell asleep. At midnight, they were roused by the shout, Look, the bridegroom is coming. Come out and meet him. All the bridesmaids got up and prepared their lamps. Then the five foolish ones asked the others, Please give us some of your oil because our lamps are going out. But the others replied, We don't have enough for all of us. Go to a shop and buy some for yourselves. But while they were gone to buy oil, the bridegroom came. Then those who were ready went in with him to the marriage feast, and the door was locked. Later, when the other five bridesmaids returned, they stood outside calling, Lord, Lord, open the door for us. But he called back, Believe me, I don't know you. Yeah. So you too must keep watch, for you do not know the day or hour of my return. Exactly. How about that, boys? Right. Amen. I kind of thought about, uh, and we've done messages on this before, uh-huh. but, you know, obviously uh, the ten, there were five that were wise, but as scripture say here and four says they all became drowsy, meaning mm-hmm. the wise ones and the foolish ones became drowsy because it seemed like it was taking forever. But right. back in the day, right. in the Jewish weddings, you never knew when the bridegroom was going to come. Yeah, mm-hmm. it went on for days. It went on for days, and <laughs> yeah. I go, and they, they had no idea. Right. But your job as a, the bride and the bridesmaids was you be ready because you don't know. That's right. I always thought that was just a cool way to do it, but it, it says they all became drowsy and false asleep because I know – there have been seasons in my life as a Christian that you get, you know, this is a long race. We're finding oh, out. All right, right, yeah. True. And like we talked about just a little bit ago, you think you've been doing it a long time at five years or 10 years as a married couple. But when you get into that, Danny, like you, 50 years, Barry, you're, you're approaching 40 in a few more years. I'm heading on that 35. It takes a long time. It's the same with our walk with Christ. That's right. Uh, it takes, and you can become tired. Yep. I'm going to ask you guys, okay, because, and we'll get into the, at midnight, they were roused by the shout, look, the bridegroom is coming. Come out and meet him. Right now, we're getting ready for the for the bridegroom to come right now, right? Mm-hmm. Talk about practical ways. A guy's out there right now, or a woman, guy's out there right now, and he's like, man, I've been, I've been a Christian for 20, 30, 40 years or whatever, and quite frankly, I'm tired, and I'm drowsy. And right. how do you guys, you know, David encouraged himself in the Lord. You know? right. How do you guys uh, keep it fresh, keep it real? Uh, keep your zeal for God during times when it seems like, especially now, because all this crazy stuff's going, and maybe it's time, it's easier to stay awake now because it is so bad. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, well, it is for me. Is that what it is? It okay. is for me. Yeah, Talk about because, that. Because uh, time, it appears that time is getting closer. Okay. Obviously, we're one day closer to his return than yesterday. But that, for me, it's kind of motivation to be ready because you don't know when he's coming. It could be it could be another thousand years, or it could be tonight. It could be any time. We don't we don't know. So, no. it, it kind of drives me to be stay in tune a little bit. How? Although you get a little tired too. So How do you do that? Time, Practically staying in the Word. Okay, staying in the Word is probably number one. Obviously, going to church. Number two, you got to be around people. What would you now, say to the person that said, "Barry, I'm doing that. I'm reading the Word. I'm going to church, but still the scriptures just seem flat." Sometimes you read it and the, the stuff just jumps on the paper. Right. But there are other seasons in your life you're reading. And it's like, man, I'm just I don't know what's going on. What would you say? I would say get involved and do something. Okay. Because I, I know for me personally, younger when I was in my younger years as a Christian, 
you, you go and you listen to messages and then you go back home. And he always says, apply this to your life. And you're like, okay, how? You don't know because you're not in any, any group to learn anything or anything like that. But you go every week. It, for me, it was when I stepped out and actually started doing something. Like you, you what? Put, you put feet to your face. Start doing anything. Whether you, you, uh, you know, we always tell people, get out of the pew and do something. Whether you're doing something around the church or you join a ministry that's already going, go lead where God's group. working. Yeah, lead a group. If you've never been in a Bible study, check it out. Mm-hmm. It, they're not what you think. You know, a lot of people right. are kind of afraid of them because they don't think they know enough. Mm-hmm. But most groups are welcoming. They want people to come. So it's not like they're going to lord it over you because they may know a little more than you do. That's, That's right. okay. That's right. you got to have somebody in front of you and somebody behind you. But the thing is stepping out. Get out of your comfort zone and doing something. Help around the church. Mow the grass. Clean. You know, there's plenty of work to do in any church you go to. They're dying for help. You oh, can buy the pastor coffees. Yeah. Or dinner. Yeah. Or, or just go out. Yeah. And, yeah we Surround a coffee shop and talk, whatever. You got to be strong. How do you do it, Danny? How because I, you're here every Friday. You're here. You never miss. I think right. last Saturday. I don't even know. Well, you know, physically, right. Right. you're you're not. No. But not if anybody good. had a reason, but man, you're the most tenacious. One of the most tenacious. You you you're here Friday morning at seven. You right. open the joint up. You're here Wednesdays when you can. You're yeah. here most Saturdays. How do you do it? The I, same way. Yeah, I just keep pushing on and I, I always tell myself that uh, there's there's a reasoning for everything in, in in our world and in us as human beings uh, we just sometimes we take things for granted and we just never think about uh, of what really is going down with our uh, with our our life with Christ because me myself I was one of the people that really didn't really care to be in that kind of situation, but I know there's a lot of other people too. You're like talking that. prior to Jesus, you weren't right. concerned of anything no, spiritual, no. right? No, never thought about it. Just seemed like I was always worried about uh, getting things done uh, for the job, or okay, for myself, or and I wasn't really trying to be a, a, a non non believer, but uh, I just didn't want to take the time. And uh, you see a lot of people doing that now. They just uh, and I always try to tell people some of the mistakes that I went through. Hold that, hold that thought, Danny, because somebody just came in with some tacos. Oh, Ooh. <laughs> yeah! Wow. Uh-oh. We were just talking yeah. of Uh-oh. ways to keep your walk keep fresh. You. Yeah. And maybe Stay you should buy the pastors right. a cup of coffee. But <laughs> yeah, Amen. Annette Belzer just Annette. upped it and yeah. actually bought tacos. For wow! Be able to talk now. Oh. One of them's Jack. mine. <laughs> Jack's clucking really hard. Right. I could tickle him. So we were just talking in that sit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get her. Uh, you can sit since you brought tacos. That's right. Oh. But we were talking with Barry and, and we were talking with Danny. Danny about, you know, uh, the wedding, because they were at the wedding. Mm-hmm. And we talked about, you know, the wedding feast, uh, the parable of the ten bride, bridesmaids. Five were foolish, five were wise. But here's here's the what we had, were discussing, all of them were sleeping. It wasn't just the foolish ones who were sleeping. All ten were getting drowsy. So we were talking about practical ways. Mm-hmm. How do you keep your walk fresh? Because let's face it, guys, here's, the, here's one of the problems I have. It's a bone to pick a little bit. I think sometimes when you've been a Christian 20, 30, 40, 50 years, you can be on autopilot and not even know it. Right. Oh, right. Do, oh, just yeah, doing, definitely. You're just right, doing definitely. what you do. Exactly right. Checking so it off talking, the list. Right. Yep. So we're talking about 
So I think you I can read be every morning three pages. You can be sleepwalk. Right. Yeah. You know yeah. what sleepwalkers are? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Sleepwalkers. Sleepwalkers is a real deal. Oh, yeah, right. People is. wake up and they don't yeah. know what they're doing. But I wonder how many Christians are sleepwalking Quite a few. under the pretense yeah. of being alert. So my uh, point would be we know what Barry has said. You know, Barry's obviously an important steward of the word, being yep. in groups, being yep. involved in church. Yep. Danny, you were saying before we right. brought the tacos in. Right. What were you saying exactly? I was just talking about uh, people in general uh, that have uh, different uh, ideas about situations that uh, the Lord puts them, us through as human beings. So mm-hmm. Some people just don't ever want to feel that, uh, you that know, he's helping, them out, he's helping them out or he's, or he's on their side or something. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it just seems like things don't go the way they want them. Mm-hmm. And then, you uh, you know, the next thing you know, they're, they're off in the, in the dark side again. So you're saying <laughs> it's through it's, the afflictions, if you have a God perspective amen. on what's yep. going on, yep. will help you get through tough oh, yeah. times. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're going to come back to that. We're going to have a taco and take a break. We'll be right back. Lang Insurance is your local, trusted, independent insurance agency for 40 years and growing. Steve Lang says, I dare you to compare your current home and auto insurance policy to our top 10 insurance companies. Most of the time, we will save you money, sometimes thousands. Either way, you will know that you have the best policy at the best price. Lang Insurance, someone local you can trust for a free, no obligation insurance quote on home auto business life and health call 636-229-7000 636-229-7000 or go to langinsurance.com 24 7 dare to compare lang insurance hey welcome back guys i'm feeling a lot better yeah Nothing like tacos on a Sunday morning. Tacos on a Sunday morning. It's kind of like donuts with yeah. hot sauce. But Barry, I had to banish it. I had to banish a particular uh, thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. I oh, don't hot sauce. It's called the Diablo sauce. It's Ooh. not allowed in the church anymore. We ran yeah, that thing out. Right. Right. Amen. Amen. Fire. But while well, while well, that happens, no Tim comes dragging in. He's been on a, a, a retreat of sorts, a personal retreat. It's good to yeah. see him over there. Yeah. What's up, Hi, Tim? Tim? Yes, he's looking for answers, and he found out that the answer is there's not an answer. Keep seeking Jesus. That's not it. Yet. All kinds of hows and whys, but no what. Okay. <laughs> Keep coming back. Yeah. Could, we could actually. I don't think we're going to make it all the way through this parable. Maybe right. this could be right. the framework for next week. But we were talking about the ten virgins. Okay, we were talking about how five are wise, five are foolish, but the Bible says they all fell asleep. Even the ones that had done everything right, and even then, so we were talking about, and we made it kind of down to about uh, about six. And I, I paused there to ask the question: Okay, this is a long thing, and we we tied it into being married and being newlyweds, and obviously everything's going great when you're newlyweds. You're two, three years old, but what do you know? That's right. You haven't been around the block long enough, you know. But when you get into that 25, 30, 40, 50, you understand what they meant by better, worse, rich or poor. Mm-hmm. Sickness and health. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Exactly right. So that we're talking about practical ways to keep the virus burning. How do you do it? So Barry, your spiritual walk. How do you keep your? How do you keep from falling? We're going to get drowsy. In other words, how do you stay? So we made it through Barry. Barry's were reading the word, you know, and being involved in church. Amen. Danny was recognizing that God is in affliction. 
you know, right. we did a whole thing called the beautiful affliction, mm-hmm. and we were making it around to Annette when she came waltzing in with tacos. <laughs> yeah. So that's why we took nice a little break. Yeah. Yeah. That's why we took an extended yeah. break. Yeah. So I'm going to ask you the question I asked them: How do you keep it? When, when quite frankly, sometimes I've, I've heard some theologian, a big shot, say the Christian walk is like intense. Intense boredom, followed by intense, intense excitement. There's somewhere between. So, what do you do in those periods? What do you personally do when it's not that exciting, and you you tend to maybe get drowsy? Well, if it's not that exciting, it's probably because I'm not looking. Okay. So, I would start reading somewhere else in the Bible that I have maybe I haven't read in a couple of weeks or years, and I like having conversations with people about stuff that I read. And my husband is a pretty good source yeah. of that. Yeah. He's yeah. Been, been there, done that many, many times. Right. But if you're getting bored with something, it's like reading a novel when you're going, oh, the same stuff, you know, the same people do the same thing, they make it the same mistakes, then you just shut that one and pick up another book. Right. Start reading another like book. It. But if you're getting bored with this, because you're not looking at, at your you know, your neighbors or your other friends that are at church or something because somebody's always going through something. Right. right. And that's right. I find that I kind of get a little cranky when I go through something, but then I get really excited because I know I'm going to meet somebody. Okay. That they're in the middle of what I just went through, and I get to share how God got me through it and, you know, what encouragement I got from other Christians. Right. Like Paul said, you can comfort others with the same mm-hmm. comfort you yourself rece- right. received. It's kind of so, exciting sometimes to see somebody else come through that same fire that you went through. And you're able to they help might, them. Yeah, you can help them, but they might come out totally different outcome than you had. Right. That's but right. you still went to the same source. Okay. Yep. And it helps you make sense of it, too. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know? Sure mm-hmm. does. Um, to me, I, you know, I think it's it's challenge. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, oh, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. this is a challenge. Oh, yeah. I almost said this is a problem. It's not a problem, but right. it can be a challenge. <laughs> right. Keeping right. it real. It'd be like, exactly. how do you keep the the romance in your marriage after 25, 30 years? I don't know what you do. You know, you you, you try anything. You, you might try to go to a show. You might go to a dinner. I don't mm-hmm. know what it is, but I have found in my walk with Christ. Uh, obviously, I I agree, and I've tried all the little strategies at the table, and and I think that's the challenge. You know, God is in the chase. When we're chasing mm-hmm. God, He's in it. He's right. in it all the time. Right. But I think, for me, sometimes I'll, I'll get like a, a favorite Christian author, you know, and I'll, I'll just, you know what, I'm going to take a pause on the word. Mm-hmm. And if you're reading the right, you know, if you're reading the right authors, uh, right. Vernon McGee or Chuck Swindoll or mm-hmm. Erwin McManus or some of the others, you know, really, or David Jeremiah, you're reading the word. Right. You know, because any good literature like that, C.S. Lewis or something oh, yes. like that, it's, uh-huh. it's, it's latent with scripture. Uh, yeah, you know. So I think that does help me a little bit. I'm currently, I just went back to it, one of my favorites called The Ragmuffin Gospel by Brendan Manning, one of my favorite authors. He takes a, well, he's, he's with Jesus now, mm-hmm. but he took a lot of, a lot of flack, yeah. yep. you know, and... Uh, what about that guy over there on the couch? We want to weigh in on this argument here, Tim, or this question? Yeah, he's, uh, he's good. <laughs> Send me some hand signals since you're away from a microphone. Come, or, or come over here and borrow a mic. Don't get too yeah. close. That beard might get on us now. Look at that thing. <laughs> it kind of looks like a, like a mink. It grows out instead of yes. down. Yes, yes. Yeah, grab that chair. Grab Dan. That's my chair on Friday mornings. Get two mics. I think the pursuit goes both ways too. Yeah. Because and he God is real. 
he's relentless. He does not let go of right. his own. And right. That's right. You can't, he can't move you if you're not moving. Uh-huh. If you're standing still, you're not reading, he can't guide you. But until you take that first step, there's no movement to be made. And you think about, you know, and I was having a conversation with my friend, Dr. Brandon Boatner, the other day, and we were talking about failures and, and collapses and all these things in, in, in Old Testament versus the New Testament. You know, the God of the Old Testament is also extremely kind, long-suffering, merciful. And the only thing he asked is when Israel turned away is repent and come back. Right. And every time they did, he was there waiting for them. Yeah. You know, that was the only thing that really separated uh, people from the Lord is their sin and when they turned their back. But when they embraced God and said, I'm sorry, he was always there. Always. Kindly reaching back, you know. Yeah. But there he is. He's giving me the he's giving me the stink eye. He's got something yeah. good. Well, <laughs> um, what came to mind was you guys just got back from a trip, mm-hmm. and if I'm going to head out across the desert, I'm going to check and make sure that I've got enough fuel. I'm going to check and make sure that I've got enough water. That my tires are in decent shape. This guy. That's my guy. You know, everything is running because Uh I know I'm going to have an extended time where I'm not going to, I'm not going to have that mountaintop experience. Mm -hmm. So when you're headed out across that valley of that desert, you got to be read up. You got to be prayed up. You got to be praised up. Praise is one of the most powerful things. Ah. I think too. I love it. In uh, fighting off the devil, he hates it when we pray. You're right there. You're right there. He hates it, and uh, you keep the, keep them things topped up, and you'll make it across that desert. Because you don't want to run out of oil like these young ladies did. Yeah, right. Yeah. Def- most definitely. So you're saying you want to have some spiritual equity in the bank that when it comes lean, Amen. you can draw from. Yeah, love I definitely it. Definitely do. This is man. This is like a roundtable discussion. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Jack. What do you say, Jack? Three hundred and one episodes, and he's not spoke yet. Darn it, Campbell! You almost had him. Yeah, I tried to trick him up. He's right there on the edge. Tim, but that was really good, dude. That was really profound. There, you know, and there's something in there to help somebody. Yeah. You know, be a student of the word, getting that word, understand, and if you don't understand, ask somebody that does. Right. I mean, that's why. That's why we have community. We have community to discuss it and wrestle. I think some things embrace the mystery, because some things we just don't know. Right. Embrace it. Mm -hmm. That's cool. It's not like you're gonna. you know, conquer it like you would like I've conquered painting. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Are you still something funny, Barry? Somebody else yeah. number one? Yep. Yeah. Well, it was it was close. It was it was touch and go. And touch and go. It was okay. for uh, better, Barry. for August, but I, I eked it out at the Poor end. Barry. I did have four years I might get it. Yeah, I had a costly error. I can't remember what it was the other day. I painted something the wrong color. Oh. Or something something that I can't remember what it was, but it was close. It was big. Yeah. But of course, I had a great, I had a great last was, day though, of the month. It was pretty yeah, let's uh, let's move on. Huh? It was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's gonna cost you. That's right. <laughs> so Tim, since you're last, yeah. <laughs> the last shall be first, oh, right? Wow. Oh, Amen. Here he goes again. Wonderful. So you know what's coming up, right? The 62nd yep. Gospel Hot Seat. Well, yep. somebody's out there and they're struggling, and they're relating to a little bit what we talked about. What would you tell that person right now? I would tell that person that they need to get into God's Word, and then they'll find out how much God loves them, how much God cares for them, so much so that he died on a cross 2,000 years ago to forgive your sins. And uh, 
I'd tell them to, to praise and worship him, and then it'll carry you through. Amen. 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 That's why I love this church. Yeah. Uh, they don't look like much, but man, they love God. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> it should be sufficient. Right. He's all sufficient. Yeah. Amen. He is all sufficient. Jesus plus. Nothing. 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 Yeah. Right. Absolutely nothing. Yeah. Very cool. I love love you guys. Cool. Thanks for coming back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks for the tacos. Yeah. yeah. Very good. Tacos on, yeah. Good. tacos on a Sunday morning. Tacos yeah. on a Sunday morning. The only thing we missed was a little syrup. <laughs> Have a great week. You, you, <laughs> Have a great week, you guys. Make sure to tell somebody about Jesus. And that's all. I've lived for money and I've lived for fame. Yeah, I've lived for man and set the blank. Oh, and I've been to the bottle and I've been to the brothel. See, I made mistake after mistake. Oh, until I met my God face to face. And now I'm Traveling down the road with my kid in Jesus Christ Preaching and teaching of true life Oh yeah With my Bible in my grip And love upon my lips We just something Me, me